Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Dude, I'm so fired up for this game. We're going to smash them. Put it out there in the universe, man. We are going to win this game. I'm being optimistic. We are going to get back to the team that we know we should be. We're going to treat Arizona like the little brothers that they always have been. I'm ready to I'm ready to jump across the goal line, grabbing my junk like Marshawn Lynch. Let's treat them like we should, man. Let's get back to some Seahawks football, dude. Let's find our identity. Let's rip these guys apart. Kyler Murray's four feet tall. Step on him, Bobby Wagner. Let's do it. All right. You got, I see you got the juice this morning. <laughs> I'm ready, man. Do you think I should go fly up to Seattle? I could probably make it to Seattle to give a locker room speech before the game. What do you think? I, I mean, I could screen record this and just send it to the boys. Send it to them. Yeah. Send I it to KJ. Be- send it to Jordan with a Y. Send it to Cody Barton. Uh, send it to Cody. I accidentally hit the fa- coach in the face with the ball, Barton. I mean, let's go, guys. <laughs> I want my yeah. team back, man. Enough of this pussy well, footing around. I think you said it at the end of uh, of your rant or your your, your pump up speech <laughs> is the identity. And yeah. I think we get back to it. We at least got Carlos Hyde coming to uh, to help Russ, right? So he doesn't have to feel like it's all on his shoulders. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Even yeah. though I don't know if Carson's going to make it back for this one. Listen, I had a whole cold open worked out for this episode where I was going to ask you if you ever had a sports nickname, and then I was going to tell you about the time when I accidentally gave myself my own nickname and stuff, but we're saving that for a different episode, dude. No. You give yourself your own nickname? Yeah, it's a whole story. We'll get into okay. it some other time. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> it was on accident. I didn't mean to give myself the nickname. You know, like I was just saying to people, like, what if I tried to name myself this? And then they started calling me that. It's a whole thing. I'll tell it a different time, dude. Okay, we'll tell it a different time. Got the my, Arizona Cardinals. similar, too. Oh, okay. Well, some other time. Some other time. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to talk about that, but then as soon as the Zoom fired up, I, and I saw the picture of Beast Mode behind well, me. That's. I was just going to say, I know what it was, because when I saw that picture, and I was just like, Argh! Yeah, you get fired like, up, man. Let's fucking go. I'm yeah, just, I was like, I, I want us running simple things that they know that we're going to run, that they can't stop. I just, I, tonight's the night, man. Tonight is the night. I feel it, man. I do. All right. And, um, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see with the DVs that we have down. I don't know. Are we finally going to see my guy, Demarius Randall? Watch him go out there and get two interceptions. It's going to happen. I mean, just uh, just challenge guys up and down the field. Yeah. Take away the ball like yeah. he's done his whole career. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things to be excited about, especially this. They're playing for, you know, number one in the West, in the NFC West. That's right. Um, and so we'll, we'll see, man. All right. Well, let's officially start the show here. Start it up. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on. Get him up. Get him up. Get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's no fun. Player. Trouble play it. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go Russell scrambling. Go Hump faking. Go Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a five, baby. 
He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Oh. 20, 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I am pumped up Seahawks fan Brett Davern. He is pumped up Seahawks legend Lofa Tatupu. You ready to do the show? Man, been waiting for this all week. Oh, dude. This has been the longest couple of days between a game, I think, ever. And I'm ready to go, dude. Thursday night football, they'll be wearing the color rush uniforms out there in the action green, which some Seahawks fans don't like. And I say to those Seahawks fans, do you not like fun? What is wrong with you? Or winning, right? Because uh, brother, based on the record, we, we have a pretty good record with, with those things on. So let's stay with that. Yeah, put them on, man. I, I just, the Seahawks, and you and I have talked about this before. Beyond being a diehard Seahawks fan, the Seahawks are the absolute most fun team to watch in the NFL. Don't come at me with any other team. Their games are always super exciting, even though they're sometimes frustrating if you're a Seahawks fan. But they're always exciting. There's always something interesting in every game. The action green is crazy and fun. And and I, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just looking forward to... And I hope the guys are looking forward to just getting out there, getting back to Seahawk football, hitting people in the face, being the guys with the most energy, being the guys who come downhill, you know, all of the, all that stuff. So let's get it on tonight. Is tonight a must win, Lofa Tatupu? I don't believe so. And I know that's going to shock a lot of our listeners um, and everybody out there because I've been saying this all week. Uh, I don't think tonight's a must win for us. I haven't looked at the Cardinals schedule, but our next Four games, and you can only look ahead as a fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this when I was playing, but right now I am looking ahead. <laughs> okay, because if if we should we drop this game, we got the what three against the NFC East and one against uh, the Jets, uh, the AFC East. Uh-huh. Those are four games. I don't care where we play those. You, we, we should dominate those. Yeah, and then that leaves you with the two remaining at the end, divisional games against the Rams and the Niners. And, um, and I, I, I know we take care of business against the Niners. It's, can we get that, that, that get back against the, the Rams? And so I still, I still got us regardless of tonight, 13 and three, 12 and four, but doesn't, right okay. But do, isn't this game sort of a must win though, just for everything that we're talking about, about establishing your identity again, getting back to what the Seahawks do, just feeling good going into those games, because if they have a letdown tonight, even playing the NFC East, I mean, Hey, those are NFL football teams. And as you know, on any given Sunday, mm-hmm. anyone can rise up. So, I mean, I, I know it's not a must win in terms of getting in the playoffs or, yeah. uh, you know, it's, winning a Super Bowl or anything like that. But in okay. terms of being in well, the driver's seat in the NFC West, it is. No, you might be right there in terms of winning the Super Bowl. Playoffs, this is not a must win. Yeah. I think, like I still say, at least two teams from the West are going. Could be all three, uh-huh. um, except for the Niners, who I said weren't going to make it. You know, <laughs> a little crazy. They're not going to. Don't on. worry. We can, we yeah. can put that to bed. I mean, hey, I called that in April. Yeah, uh, you did. You had it. You had it, man. Um, you knew. But in terms of in terms of must win for Super Bowl, yes, we need that number one seed. It's clear. It's obvious. Uh, we're undefeated at home so far. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we continue that streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this week tonight. But um, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Wait, hold on. Am I really hearing this from Lofa Tatupu? Lofa, maybe, possibly. What? No, we are going to win this game tonight. Say it with anyways, me. Anyways, say it with me about the Super Come Bowl. Come on, say it with just, me. We are going to off. win this game tonight. Yes, we're going to dominate these fools. 
All right. I've been saying it all week. Okay. Uh, even said it on an Arizona podcast. Um, but right now we have not done well on the road. All three losses coming on the road. So uh, in terms of a playoff, no, it's not must win. In terms of the Super Bowl, it is absolutely a must win. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I agree. I agree. I think it's also just, like I said, must win to, to just get that taste out of our mouths and, and remember who we are as a team. Well, for a, from a confidence standpoint, yes. Because if we do have to see these guys, again, you know, it's always tough to beat a team twice, never mind three times. Mm-hmm. But as it did happen with the Rams and us in 04, um, they, they beat us both times. The Hawks won the division. And then when uh, Seattle came or St. Louis came up, they beat us again, um, you know, in the playoffs. So yeah. it is that that's tough, but it's, it's something that it kind of looms over you, I guess. Now that was before I, w- I wasn't here. Right. So I'm not credit for that. that was the year before I, that's why they drafted me. <laughs> I got you. Hey, let's get to the injury report. It's brought to you by betonline.ag, our wonderful sponsor. And we do appreciate you guys supporting them because they support us. Betonline.ag, your online wagering experts get on there and make wagers on pretty much anything you want in the world of sports. You can even bet on, you know, premier league soccer, things that are happening internationally. You can bet on uh, the UFC, any sport that's going on out there the nba draft was last night and the nba will be starting up eventually so betonline.ag is your place to go for all of that stuff they also have an online 24 7 casino which never closes so you can play blackjack and all that kind of fun stuff so uh get over to betonline.ag use our promo code that's believe spelt b-l-e E-A-B. That's betonline.ag, everybody. Injuries for the Seahawks. Ethan Posick, center, will be out again tonight. He got injured uh, during the game last week, right? And Kyle Fuller came in. Oh, he got injured two weeks ago? was two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? I don't know. I I don't think he played at all last week. Right. Yeah, well, he's out again tonight, uh, unfortunately. He had been having a really great year, so that's that's a loss on the offensive line. And Quinton Dunbar and cornerback Shaq Griffin are both also out tonight. Do you think Dunbar's really all that injured, or do you think they're holding him out and giving some younger guys a chance? I mean, we know Pete loves competition, right? And there's no better way to find out what these other guys got unless he throws them in there. Um, Pete doesn't seem to be happy with the way Dunbar has been playing this season and he's pumping up the young guy, DJ Reed. I don't know. What do you think? I, I do like the way DJ Reed is out there challenging guys, just like we saw with Ugo Amadi, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in your face, you might catch one or two, but he's always within the proximity. There's other times where I've seen some of these guys eight, 10 yards off. Mm-hmm. And that's just pitch and catch, man. Like I was the worst fucking quarterback in high school and i could complete that pass right now <laughs> i could come off the couch and i could throw it to any of these wide receivers if the guy's 10 yards off right in coverage right. so i'm just saying um just challenge you know that's what you want to see because it doesn't matter what defense you call it doesn't i know everybody you know talking shit about my dog kenny nor doesn't matter what defense is called if you're not actually playing to compete against you know the guy catching the ball right so, right I don't, I don't know who's hurt or what but just get up and get in these guys' face and challenge them. Well, I feel like, you know, especially on defense, the Seahawks have never really been a team that goes out and gets these, like, you know, big free agents or these guys who, like, Quentin Dunbar was rated the number two cornerback in the league last season. He comes over to the Seahawks, and, you know, so far, 
doesn't seem like the number two rated quarterback in the league. And I'm sorry, I, you know, I, I'm not, it's hard for me to like call anyone into question or whatever, but I'm saying the Seahawks have never had players that sort of rest on those types of accolades or whatever. And I'm not saying he is, I'm saying the Seahawks thrive on guys with a chip on their shoulder who are under the radar, who some teams might've overlooked or whatever. Pete always gets the best out of those guys. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing these guys play tonight, even though it's against Deandre Hopkins, Christian Kirk and a great receiving core. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I didn't get to watch him a ton in Washington. Um, but I did, you know, the pro football focus and all those stats that come out and yeah. top rated, you know, you, you, you take note of that. And he made some plays, interceptions. He did have a very dominant pass rush over there with um, with all those first-round picks, Montez Sweat, right. Kerrigan, right. my guy that really would have solidified our front. I know, they won't let him go over there, though. No. I, do the right thing and let that guy go win for once. The right? Redskins just can't quit Ryan Kerrigan. And watch, they'll, they'll play him against us. They haven't played him all year. I bet you they break him out against us and, and he gets like three sales. I hope not. But that just, it seems like a very Redskins or Washington team. Oh yeah, right? sorry. And yes, Red, Washington yeah, football so team, sorry. The Washington, it's, it just seems like a very Washington football team thing to do. <laughs> you know, just ruin our day with that. But then they got Ryan Anderson. Um, and then um, the other the other guy from Bama, Bama's got like five guys on that defense. But they have a very tough pass rush and when the ball comes out quicker you know just like his interception earlier this year he did a great job of baiting the guy and then jumping the route mm-hmm. it was it was a very nice well set up uh, interception but um but right now i i gotta believe he's not healthy because it's not the guy that i saw in the highlights from the the, the washington teams right. Uh, right film last year right yeah yeah no i agree i mean and also, you know, he had some off-the-field stuff during the offseason, too. I'm sure there's a lot of things going on in his mind and in his world. Um, but I'm just saying, like, if, if he doesn't quite have it right now or if he's a little banged up, let's let these younger guys well, in there and, and see if they can become the next Byron Maxwells and the next uh, um, uh, Jeremy Lane or, or, or Brandon Browner or, you know, whoever. Like, that's what the Seahawks have done forever is finding guys who – nobody really knows and then they step up and become you know who they they should be like richard sherman you know he's a receiver in college okay but i am going to give another case in point because you know once a player always a player uh (laughs) do you remember when the raiders traded nomni asamoa there's a name you don't remember i mean only one of the greatest corners no i know i just I, i haven't heard that name in years i love it yeah, because they traded him to the Eagles. That's right. why you hadn't heard his name. I remember otherwise, that. Otherwise, he would have been first ballot Hall of Fame. Uh, but he made his living man-to-man press coverage, right? And they asked him to play some things because you want to disguise it a certain way. They asked him to play some things off. Mm-hmm. And when you play off, that's a whole different ball game. Like, yeah. You know, and um, as soon and he was getting torched. Like in you know, in Philadelphia, you mean? Yeah. yeah, and I mean I'm talking. This is the best corner of the previous five or six years. I'm right. talking. No one people threw at him ten times, didn't catch one ball. Right. And but you ask him to play a different scheme, and it's 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 a hard thing to do, especially that late in your career. Mm. You know, for him now. And then what Dunbar has going against him was he was a receiver his whole whole life. Now I know Sherman made that transition smoothly, but that's it it's to change positions 
where everybody is the best at what they do. Yeah. But is that something you're looking at in tonight's game though, when you're, when you're watching to see if the, if the Seahawks DBs are going to be up pressing, getting physical right off the line of scrimmage. Cause it just seems like something we haven't been doing this year. And to me, that's not Seahawk football. I think we need to get back to that. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it depends on who you're facing, right? Um, D hop still has very good speed. They, they should not be worried about fits um, running away from them mm-hmm. at this point in his career. I mean, we're talking about possibly the greatest receiver of all time, but he's not going to outrun you um, if he does catch the ball. So I expect someone, whoever's on him to be challenging. Christian Kirk got some wheels now. Yeah. So yeah. whoever's on him better get on their horse because <laughs> if he goes vertical, it's just like good luck. And he, and he has great ability to to high point the ball for, for a smaller receiver. Almost reminds me of GT, Golden Tate. Well, th- oh, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, good comparison. Uh, this game tonight, for me, just feels like it's setting up to be one of the classic Seahawks games like we're used to from the years past where, because, uh, you know, there's been other seasons too where they're kind of, at this point in the season, sort of still finding themselves a little, which clearly we can see them doing that this year. But, th- but it always, they always have a kind of signature game that propels them into the playoffs or whatever, or they, at least they have in Pete, under Pete Carroll. And tonight kind of feels like it could be that game for them. And, and especially in prime time, you know, a night game at home. I know there's no 12s in the stands. You know, that's unfortunate. Obviously, we all know that. But I don't know. I I just hope so, man. I'm hoping, dude. I'm doing everything I can yeah. to just will them so to the kind of game that I think we all want to see tonight. Hey, let's talk about Russell Wilson, man. Our guy, he needs to step up. He's been having a rough patch. You know, I think what did I, I saw something that was like 10 turnovers or something in the last. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. what I was reading on Twitter. Sorry. I, it's escaped my brain. But, you know, he does. He needs to step up, man. He, he And he knows it. He's well aware of it. He talked about it this week about getting back to being him or, and you know, he talked about people have been doubting him his whole career or, or waiting for him to kind of fall off and he knows what's up and he's going to be fired up and ready to go tonight. And he needs to be right. Yeah. And I don't think he has to put any pressure on him. This let's not forget. This is a defense. He torched for 472 yards in total offense, right? Three touchdowns um, and one rushing, I think. So let's get serious. He did enough to win that that person. I know we a couple turnovers though. We're not happy about the turnovers, but um, we were still right in it and and with a lead, mm-hmm. with not a lot of a double digit lead with not a lot of time left on that clock. You know, so uh, you have to give credit to Murray for pulling those last two drives together. But um, yeah, if if we just shore up the turnovers, those things. Um, and I went back and I watched that. That guy was hiding in the end zone again. It was like, <laughs> you went back and watched the Rams game. I, I got to send you that clip because yeah, he was. It's like he comes out of nowhere. It's just like it's like he was laying down and then jumped up because he blended in with the uh, with the goal line with the, the way the the end zone was painted. Um, that seems but, like one of those plays though that I'm so glad it happened at that point of the season and not like in the playoffs and is what cost us you know and we had to go oh, home for and sure. the season was over because that's one of those plays that I think Russell Wilson especially you know he's 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 already learned from that play and you mm-hmm. know he's he's gonna run it next time like that's a one yeah. right don't you think so I'm kind of happy that happened you know lesson learned I wouldn't even be surprised to see him start off you know running a little bit oh. and drawing and drawing that, that coverage up, you know, those, that intermediate coverage, those linebackers and yeah. safeties yeah. making them. So the next time he does toe up to the line, 
and throw one, they're they're already committed and, and he can just throw dump it right over their head for for you know to lock it who can take it, you know, 20, 30 yards. Sign just me like up. he's done in years. Yeah, he's done it in years past where things weren't there or he maybe he wasn't seeing it as quickly as he has in the past. And so he's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna make them commit. I'm gonna run it a couple times, get like 30, 40 yards. We saw him doing it in the Arizona game mm-hmm. yep. um, when he took that 55 yarder um, right around the corner. And then all of a sudden it's a different ball game. Everybody's collapsing and Lockett goes off for 200 yards. How do we stop Kyler Murray? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I don't think anyone a, does in the NFL right now. He's a little nightmare out there. Um, I told you before the season, this is the, this was the guy, mm-hmm. not even so much the team, but just a guy that makes things happen that I was worried about. Um, and you know, that nightmare has came true. Um, he, he is really taking his game to a whole nother level, uh, from year one to year two. And, um, he's got them all believing in, in him yeah. as, as a leader. So, you know, you could, if you blitz him, you better get him because now you have a guy that can go 80 yards running the ball. Um, so it's, you know, you only need one time to see that happen and yeah. know, okay, blitzing is not the best. I, I believe it's that, that crush rush, make him throw from the pocket. Yeah. How much do you think, and we know Russell would never cop to this or admit to it or, or talk about this kind of a thing, what I'm about to say, but how much do you think Russell Wilson is motivated by that last game, uh, first of all, just the last game in general, but the way that the media and everybody has talked about Kyler Murray since that game, uh, specifically when it comes to Russell Wilson, because they're saying, you know, they're similar in stature and things like that, so the comparisons are natural, but a lot of the national media is saying, especially after the last game, like, oh, Kyler Murray beat Russell Wilson, which is so silly when they talk about that because the quarterbacks don't play each other. But do you think there's a little bit extra juice there for Russell that, again, he would never admit to? Maybe he talks with Sierra about it, you know, (laughs) as they're uh, tucking themselves in at night or something. But don't you think there's got to be something a little extra there for a quarterback? uh, I don't think so. No, Um, This guy is so motivated internally just – to be his best. Yeah. And when he is, I don't think there's anybody on his level, including Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and Russ knows that that's his only competition is him. Is he going to show up and be his best? And, um, and he loves the process. He always talks about it of getting better. So I don't think it plays into anything. It makes for a nice storyline as you know, we all, but, and, and that, that's right. That is the biggest line of bullshit. Oh, well, so-and-so is undefeated against Tom Brady. I mean, he didn't stop Tom. Tom still threw for 400 yards. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, he beat Tom's team. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's it's funny when they, they match it up or pit it like that. But, I know. again, it makes for a good storyline, I guess. But yeah. I'm glad you pointed it out. I'm glad you knew the difference. That, well, you know, he didn't. it's an entertainment he, product. I mean, it is well, a game. The, it's a sport. But it is entertainment as well. Well, look at the last game. Russ outgained him by 100 yards. So he didn't beat Russ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hey, you get no so argument just, from me. Hey, no, it sounds like you are arguing. No, I'm not. Hey, listen, I want to bring something else up to you, though, because I want, I want to start this campaign right here, right now, on the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network, because you and I talked about this. It might have been on a private FaceTime, but I'm going to bring it up here on our show, okay? Last week, the Seahawks had a chance to go for it on fourth and inches. They declined that opportunity, and they punted the ball, and Seahawks Nation went crazy. But you and I were talking about on FaceTime, 
you know, we've been teasing about you getting back out there and getting after the quarterback or, you know, how could you do in a rush situation on third down? Forget all that. I don't want Lofa Tatupu playing defense anymore. I want you to get a helmet, get out there on fourth and inches, take a snap, and get us those inches, baby. Don't you think you could do that? Come on. Start lobbying Pete and John. We want a fourth and inches specialist, and I think his name should be Lofa Tatupu. Uh, no. Come on. Why not? So, I and you know, against contrary to popular belief out there, I was proud of Pete for punting the ball. What? All right? Yeah, no. And I know everybody's, oh, we should have went for Okay, yeah, they say that because hindsight is, okay, the Rams went 12 plays, 88 yards. Well, shit, they had to earn that, man. And, like, that's all I'm saying is in years past, we go and we don't make that. Everybody's like, what the hell are we doing? Why are we going for it on fourth and inches? Well, they went for it with Jared Goff. They snuck it, got it, kept the drive going. That's why everyone gets so frustrated by it because other teams do it to us all the time. Well, no, I know what you're saying. Like, in any third or fourth, hell, even second in inches. Well, second inch is different because, like, you know, I'm all for throwing a deep ball. Right. Because everybody's thinking you're going to sneak it. But to not have the sneak as one of our weapons with one of the toughest, most durable quarterbacks in the league, I can understand your uh, your frustration there, partner. Oh, all right. But back to my original question. Now, listen. Go with me on this. You could wear number 15. I don't even know if anyone's using it right now, so flop it around. You take a couple snaps and just get us those inches. I know you could do it. You could wear the dark face shield or something again. Think You could wear the action green, dude. You never got to wear that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but I might call my my own number, Roger (laughs) Dorn's And I might say, hey, Metcalf, go long. You might throw an audible in there. like Yeah, yeah. hot route. And then... (laughs) Metcalf, go deep. And he'd be looking at me like, what the hell? Just go, man. Just go. I'm in, dude. That'd be so much fun. That'd be just as much fun as Beast Mode coming off the couch last year. Are you kidding me? If I woke up to SportsCenter saying Lofa Tatupu's coming back to the Hawks for just specialist type situations on inches plays, that'd be so much fun. Well, well, okay. With with the way... They could give you an intro. They could give you an intro and everything. Like shoot off some fireworks. Like play the wild thing music. Speaking of major league, like. (laughs) But okay, speaking of beast mode, we are with the running back situation. Is did anybody think to give him a call again? I I don't know. I haven't heard (laughs) about it. I mean, he came off the couch three games, four touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty good production. Yeah, they should. Hey, speaking of beast mode, let me play something for you real quick. All right. Here's Lynch. Oh, some high stepping oh. and some shifty maneuvering. And Peterson tries to strip. Oh, get out the car. Stay in bounds. Because he stayed in bounds, he's going to go all the way. Ah, uh, Beast Mode 2.0, man. The greatest run. I mean, Beast Mode 1 is amazing, but Beast Mode 2 is just as good. Look at that smile on Bobby in the back. I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Earl Thomas was on the field celebrating oh, with his helmet yeah. off and uh, in the end zone with the guys and everything. And, oh, what a play. And Al Michaels during the play, just the whole time, sounds like he can't believe what's happening in front of his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. The whole time, he's, like, not even getting excited. He's just going, like, and he keeps yeah. going. He's still yeah. going, and oh, he's still, still going. Feet. <laughs> oh, oh, and he jumps into the end zone. Where were yeah. you for Beast Mode 2.0? 
Where was I? I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. Man, I just was... like I didn't remember the first Beast Mode because I, <laughs> I was concussed. Yeah, you were on the sideline for Beast Mode number one, <laughs> wearing a uniform. Could have been in Mars, man. Who uh, knows? Dude, Beast Mode 2.0, that was such a run, man. Patrick Peterson trying to get him down. Beast Mode just knocking his arm down and then throwing him out of the way and then throwing the other guy out of the way. I don't even know who it was. And Ricardo Lockett it, down there blocking. Oh. I mean, it's it's cool just to, to see, I mean, with every step mm-hmm. him gain more belief and like to the point where, all right, I'm not going out of bounds. I'm not getting stopped. And it was up the right sideline too again. Yeah, you know, just, totally. It was, uh, he's got, he's got several runs like that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he's, he capped those two off with the touchdown, which is why everybody remembers, but he's had several where he just three, four defenders are just getting the business. And as a Seahawk fan, there is nothing greater than Marshawn soaring across the goal line, holding little Marshawn in front of their fans. There's just, there's nothing greater. It's just like dunking on somebody's poster. I mean, that is Marshawn posterizing the Arizona Cardinals. The whole city. It's the greatest. And that's the personality that I want to see our team play with again. That fire, that just kind of in your face mentality. We, we, the defense used to feed off of Marshawn, you know, obviously, obviously the offense fed off of Marshawn, but the defense did too. And the offense can feed off of big hits from the defense and the defense can feed off of big plays from the offense. And that's the team that I want to see take the field. I know I sound like a broken record, but guys, I'm fired up for this game. Oh, should we move on to zone in players? Yeah. All right. Who you got? Well, I'm looking right at Russell Wilson, man. I know with zone in players, we try to usually find someone who's unsung or or maybe flies a little under the radar, which Russell Wilson obviously does not on this team. He's the face of the franchise, but he's been off for the last few weeks. And I want my man back. I want I want Russell Wilson. I want MVP candidate. I want possibly more touchdown passes than incompletions back. I want him taking care of the ball. Uh, I don't know yards for the game, maybe, but I think he's not going to throw an interception tonight. He's not going to fumble the ball tonight. He's going to take care of the ball tonight. He's going to have at least three touchdown passes and an extra one rushing. Four total touchdowns for my man. I'm not even going to say that phrase that everybody's been saying all year because it's been jinxing the bejesus out of him. So I'm not even going to utter that silly thing that's been going around. It's three words long. You guys know what I'm talking about. I just want Russ back to being Russ. So four total touchdowns. That's what I'm setting the, so I'll set the over under at three and a half. You guys email in seahawkspod at gmail.com. If you want the over on Russell's touchdowns or the under on Russell's touchdowns from my zone in prediction, we do these because Lofa's company is zone in CBD zone in CBD.com or available at all Bartels drugstores. Like how I slipped that in there. Lofa, who do you got? I'm partner. I think you summed it up perfectly. And I'm going to, I'm going to follow you to the promised land on this one. We're going with Russ. Okay. Um, Official. I like, I like the three and a half as the over under for touchdowns, total touchdowns. I believe he's going to get five personally. Wow. Total. I, I telling you, I, I I think he's pissed off. I know he's pissed off. Yeah. And, um, and if he just lets the game come to him and does his thing and doesn't try to press, I believe he gets some help with Carlos Hyde being back Yeah, and even just making the play action look believable, you know, because, and, uh, no disrespect to DJ Dallas, who I think has been done, doing a phenomenal job, or Travis Homer. But if he gets the ball, I'm still respecting DK Metcalf and Lockett behind me on the play action. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll be late to that run. Well, I'll take care of that. 
And again, no disrespect to the young guys, but um, they haven't proven themselves the way Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson, you better get him before he gets you. Yeah. Uh, so I think that added element allows Russ to play well. I like it. Score I like prediction. It. I got us winning 36 to 29. Nice funky, nice funky numbers that you, you like to call too. I like that. I think we're going to win. Okay. You want a bold prediction? <clears throat> the Seahawks are going to win this game. 39. It's always a weird score with them. So why not? 39 to 16. Oh, I mean, that would be incredible. Yeah, I think they're going to score two early touchdowns. This is on it. Here, I'll give you the full the full prediction here. I think it's going to be like 14 to 7 at one point. And we're going to be like, oh, and then the Seahawks are going to do that thing where in the second half, they don't even score a point, Arizona, I mean, and we just reel off like, I don't know, 24 points in the second half or something and just, like I said, show them that they are still – the younger, less good at football sibling. <laughs> They're the stepbirds. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man, that's a wrap on this episode of the Seahawks Podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our show. Support our sponsors, betonline.ag, and also Zone In CBD, Lofa's company. Check them out. Uh, Lofa, break us down, big guy. You know what? This team is perfect at home. And they're going to continue it tonight. So a home game is just what the doctor ordered. So we're going to break it down to home sweet home on three. All right. And one, two, three. Home Home sweet sweet home. home. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.